Hello and welcome to the Welsh Rugby Podcast. Just a massive thank you to whoever you are listening to this. Before we start, just to remind you that we do this podcast two, three times a week. But we don't always know which day it's going to be on, so there's only one way to know, and that is to subscribe and get notifications. Why not drop us a review while you're there? Right, enough about that. Let's talk some rugby. Well, that time of year is upon us once again. It's the week of the Six Nations first match. Wales Vitaly this Saturday is coming up and uh, it's exciting times. I hope you're all suitably excited listening to this podcast. And as it is the Six Nations, we've got a few little special things for you. Uh, former Jewel Code International Jonathan Davis, now BBC Sport Pundit. He'll be covering the Six Nations uh, in depth on their coverage of the Six Nations. He popped into the office today and we managed to grab a few words with him. Look ahead uh, to some of the players he's really excited to see in this year's tournament. Also, it's uh, been a Wales press conference today. Stephen Jones, the new attack coach, he's been up. Josh Adams, top try scorer at the World Cup, he was also up. So, uh, tell you what, let's listen to Stephen Jones first, and then we'll hear what the others have to say. Stephen, you've spent years here preparing as a player. What's the feeling, Six Nations Week, uh, um, with the new regime going into your first campaign? Oh, it's one of excitement. It's as simple as that. Um, it's an amazing tournament to be part of as a player and as a coach. And uh, you know, I'm looking forward to it uh, immensely. You know, it's a pleasure to work with this group of players. Uh, they're working very, very hard. Uh, you know, the, the effort they put into the training park uh, pitch is, is superb, and uh, you know, it's, uh, we're chomping at the bit. In terms of uh, housekeeping questions, in terms of injuries, great to see uh, Lewis Rizamid and Two big fellas are coming through uh, a weekend of rugby uh, on the weekend. Yeah, that's wonderful, isn't it? Uh, to see those guys, you know, come through with a clean bill of health, and uh, you know, from a squad perspective, you know, we're doing well on the, on the health front. So it's uh, a couple of boys trained this morning as well. So it uh, is what we want. We want playing numbers. Uh, we want uh, good training numbers. So our, our quality of training is high as well. Negative was you lost Owen Lane, and that. 13, not a problem position, but, but somewhere um, uh, you're trying to nail down and, and trying to fill that gap. Well, we, we've got options, uh, which is which is great, and uh, you know f- from the the quality that the boys are putting on the training park, it's uh, it's, it's been good for us in, in that channel. And uh, the key is uh, that we're um, an attacking threat there, and, and we've got an attacking threat in that channel. So it's uh, uh, the boys who've filled that position done very very well. The prognosis initially on Owen Watkin wasn't great for the start of the tournament. Has that changed? Is he coming to the mix? Oh, I'd just say uh, this, this morning in the units, uh, he, he trained with us, so uh, he's doing very, very well. And uh, you know, it's great to have someone like Owen in the midfield as well. So he's available for selection. Yeah, you know, it was his first session today, and uh, you know, he's, he's working particularly hard with with the physios, and uh, you know, uh, he's just putting some quality time in for us, which is good. In terms of Italy, uh, a team. That perhaps you'd be expected to beat, but um, a team I think you drew against them possibly in Cardiff years ago. Um, what's the view going into? into we've got, yeah, we've got a huge amount of respect for them. Um, you know, new uh, coach at the helm, very uh, creative coach in fairness. So, uh, uh, lots of good ideas and concepts uh, with Franco Smith. So, uh, uh, a team we respect uh, um, and we're preparing well uh, for them, and rightly so. And, uh, you know, we've got to make sure that we're mentally in the right place for this game. 
Um, Wayne Pivak in his uh, meeting this week to the players said he wanted the players to leave better rugby players. From your very short time at the end of the Rugby World Cup to now, can you see that process already happening? Um, yeah, listen, the group we have are special. You know, uh, we've got a lot of leaders in the group, uh, a lot of key decision makers. You know, we're trying to make sure that the players are, are confident with the shape and structure. When they go onto the park, they know their roles and responsibilities. They know how to deliver those roles and responsibilities. And they're confident on the ball from my aspect. And uh, you know we we've got world world class uh, set up here, and you know from my end, it's especially work with those guys. Steve Wayne talked last week about George being an option centre. Has he been training there? <laughs> Yeah, George has fitted in uh, a few times in that position. Uh, you know, good attacking threat. You know, we, we got some good options there, and uh, you know, we're just trying to be uh, as smart as we can, getting our best runners on the ball uh, uh, at the right times and the right channels, so that we can be potent with the ball. And Rhys Sam's obviously a very young player. From what you've seen of him in training, do you feel he's ready for? He, he, he's a wonderful talent and uh, we've already seen that uh, um, with his performances for uh, Gloucester very very exciting on the ball you know huge amount of gas uh, he's a pleasure to work with as well good uh, good person who wants to better himself so it just gives us great options what are the fans going to expect from from this new group I mean you were in the World Cup group you saw the style that took us to semi-finals and fourth place are we going to see a tinkering? Are we going to see a difference? No, I think you're spot on. You know, we're going to tinker with a few aspects, certainly, especially in our attacking game. Um, you know, how we move the ball is key. Uh, but we can't tip the scales. We must have balance in our game. Uh, it's moving the ball in our terms, in the correct areas, and uh, um, making sure that the guys are confident on the ball. So, uh, I think you know, when you said tinker with a few things, we, cer- we certainly are doing that. Do you see feel a level of expectation on your shoulders because of what you know what we saw from a couple of seasons down at Scarlets? Everybody's been crying out for and wants to see it at the Millennium Stadium. It's not that simple. No, it, uh, it takes a bit of time. But listen, you know from. From my end, I'm, I'm excited. Uh, you know, working with amazing group of players, uh, growth mindset, want to be on the ball, want to, ha- uh, you know, back themselves to make decisions. You know, my, my challenge is just making sure we get our balance right between being able to shape, shape defences if they're front line lo- loaded, take the space behind. If they're easing off a mark in the backfield up, then we take the edges or play through them. So it's, um, it's just making, uh, giving us the ability really to be smart with the ball. And if anybody knows about the Italian threat you do from your, your time with the Scarlets, you play against many good Benetton teams and many yeah. good teams that will give you an end. They, they'll come here fighting and hungry. Oh, yeah, and they'll be very excited, you know, playing the best stadium in the world. Uh, they'll be backing themselves, uh, new coaching setup, but uh, I'll be straight. The focus is, from my end is just making sure our attack is, uh, is ready to go. And I've been a player coming out of a Grand Slam season. Is it difficult to get up for the next one when you're no. defending a title? No. No, no, you're re- you're ready to go. You know it's exciting for us. You know we want to go out and uh, win the competition again. It's as simple as that. Steve, is, is Elliot do you fully fit? Uh, Elliot uh, hasn't taken uh, much part in training uh, at the moment, so fingers crossed that you uh, can make a speedy recovery. And uh, on uh, Dan Bigger, how much dialogue have you had with Dan leading into this campaign about how you want to uh, move the ball and play and, and how's he adapting to what you want him to do? You know, I think if you look at the way Dan has been playing for Northampton, he's been playing very, very well. You know, he's he's been a good attacking threat, his hand speed's good, he's you know, attacking the line, you know, so he's at he's got very good form coming into this camp in fairness. But you know, as, as a as a coach, you've got senior players 
wealth of knowledge. You know, they're at the coal face, and you know, you you constantly having dialogue with those players, and Dan is certainly one of those players. Just finally, what, what's the most important thing you need to get right in those first two weeks before the? <laughs> You know, what our boys are going to make sure that they, they deliver their roles uh, from what we're asking them. And they deliver that, you know, we, we, we'll be in a good place um, because we know how we want to play. Uh, we've got a huge amount of talent in our squad. You know, some wonderful athletes. It's just making sure we get those boys on the ball in, in, in the right place. Roof open or closed? I'm not sure, I think we're waiting on that movie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Stephen, from what you've seen from young Lewis, would you think he'd be overruled by the experience? Is that any concern? I just, you know, his, his nature, you know, he's a guy who's driven to improve. Um, he's calm enough, uh, if that's your question. And, uh, you know, he's playing rugby to a very high standard, isn't he? And uh, he's delivering week in, week out for, for Gloucester. Do you think that he would be ready to play a test match already? He's got some amazing talent, and it's exciting for all of us uh, here. Do you mean? And you know, the the great thing for us now is he's going toe to toe in the training environment against some wonderful athletes as well. So it gives us a lot of options. Middle list for John McNichol. Still forgotten his potential debut on the first. Well, yeah, you're right. You're right. Yeah, Johnny's. Uh, you know, he's back to full fitness, training well. You know, Josh Adams. You know, we got Jonah Holmes in the back three. We got so, you know, lots, lots and lots of good options. Well, he's seen sort of with Johnny sort of progressing from the time of scouting. Yeah, you know, it's uh, you know, it's you know, you look at wingers; they got to have the complete package, and they they're not just going to be you know good on the ball and be able to beat defenders. You know, aerially, you know, international game, we know there's a lot of uh, aerial bombardment, so you've got to be good from that aspect. Obviously, kicking game's got to be on song as well, so it's the complete package. I'm Sam Warburton, and you're listening to the Welsh Rugby Podcast. So there we go, that was Stephen Jones answering the media's questions. It'll be interesting to see how the attack does evolve under him and Wayne Pivak in the upcoming Six Nations. So let's listen to what uh, Jonathan Jiffy Davis had to say on his picks for some of the Six Nations players of the tournament. Um, again, looking at England, I think it'd be interesting to see what combinations they pick. Um, whether they bring you know the Northampton lads in I don't think they'll give him much of a chance he's on about changing it for the next World Cup but mm. again you know they go to France and you talk about physicality so I'm sure too Alagi will play yeah um, you know, whether whether they pick Daly at wing or or full back but you said Ben that Furbank's a bit weak under the high ball he's looking good but yeah he's a bit weak under the high ball because I know maybe not France then for this yeah. time <laughs> So uh, I think you go with experience. So you know, and it, there's no real outstanding. You know, like, yeah, like you're right, Tom Curry. You know, if he goes, it'd be interesting to see how they go without Vinipola at eight because he's a big ball carrier. I don't seem to have won in and there. Don Prance not got in the squad in because he's been t- tearing things up for Harley Yeah, I, I was surprised that he wasn't in. They talk about this young about him. Ben Earl. They talk about it. Saracens are yeah, coming through. Yeah, but I'm not sure. You know, you can't replace Vanipola. I was talking to a couple of the journalists of the Six Nations last week, even talking about the idea of Curry playing at eight yeah. because he's developing his ball carrying game, and that enables you then to go underhill and maybe either a Toje or Laws at six if he wants to go big. It all depends. Are we? 
it all depends how he uh, adapts to it. You know, you need a ball carry at eight. Mm. If Tom carries, you know, if Tom adapts and carries well, yes yeah, so or not. But I think it's, I think it's how they compensate, you know, without Vinny Paula because they need to go forward, and he's the one that's been doing it for them. So. It, it puts diff- more emphasis then on Tuolagi in the centre as well. That's, but good, that's the big have to, that's, that's where the success was based yeah. on last year. Was so the that's fact what they, they had to do. They had Vunapolo and Tuolagi fit. We talked about big eights. You mentioned Kaelin Doris to me earlier, the Leinster, young Leinster number eight. You've seen a bit of him and impressed? I've been very impressed with him. Right? But then again, right, you're looking at Leinster, they're always on the front foot, You know, they're battering everyone. He has got you know, an armchair right. Yeah. So when it comes international... Then that's the next step up again. So if it'll be interesting to see how he goes at that level, and if he, you know, replicates what he's done at regional level, he's going to be, you know, he's going to be a star. So um, that's that's one, you know, that's an interesting thing as well. Centres for Ireland, you know, Ring Rose, um, Henshaw. Um, I, I do like um, one game. Looking forward to is uh, Lamar. I think if, yeah, yeah, he has a at fullback because they seem. I like, think they seem. Rob Carney seems to have drift, moved out of the. Frame. Yeah, and there's no one else really there, do they? You know, they're on about no. in a World Cup when they put in Henshaw fullback or something. It didn't or, work at all. No, did it? so I, he is. You know, Lamour. Maybe he's not defensively as solid as Keeney, but Great. when he's on the Ooh, attack, yeah. especially when they run those kind of uh, intricate moves in the centre, if they can put him in a little bit of space. You know, he, he could be devastating. So I'm looking forward to seeing him. You know, because the, 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 there's no substitute for pace at the international level. That is the big, big difference again. So he, you know, he he could be an exciting prospect. What about the French? Then everyone's talking about them as not even dark horses for the title now. I mean, they seem to be a lot of people's picks. You yeah. mentioned when we've talked before Vakatawa. What about a lot of people talk about the scrum half Dupont? Does he play you like as Anton Dupont? He is a very, very good player, Dupont. Um, you know he is, but again they've always had that kind of number nine general, n- number nine general, <laughs> yeah. haven't they? So if you're looking at where's the rest of them now? Then there's uh, there's all of them here. So you've got you got three scrumars because Serin was supposed to be brilliant, Batty right? Serrano. Yeah, he kept Reese Webb at the two long yeah, team. So you season. know he's got something to you know to do. Who they pay at ten is another one. You know, uh, on the mat. Then you got. Fakatawa and 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 Feku. Um but Vak- the thing is Vakatawa can do everything, he can carry, he can play, so, so strong, isn't he? Great for wrestling, yeah, isn't he? You know it's and then you've got Teddy Thomas on the wing. Peno on the other wing. Yeah. Full back. What but, I mean? And what's the other one? The the uh, the other pick he played he left him with the the Fijian guy again. Oh uh, uh, R starts with an R, doesn't he? Yeah. Um, no, it's gone for the head. No, I don't know. Sure. Yeah, Raku. Raku. He's, yeah. no, he's not even in the squad, Ra- is he? No, it, but I think the, 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 the thing with the French is, is the pack of forwards because it's quite young again. They've got a young captain, Olivon, who's got a yeah. try against Wales. Very dynamic seven. Um, one thing we were hearing, perhaps scrummaging is a, uh, traditionally such a strong thing in France, but they struggle even on the tight end, I think. Tight, the lack of tight end. So I think their most experienced tight end is Demba Bamba, who is yeah. very talented. Huge obviously. lump, Demba Bamba. He's, only, he's only got about seven caps. I mean, I remember he took apart the All Blacks, the baby Blacks yeah. in in, yeah. in Manchester, I think. In the I, I think, you know, they, they will have a solid scrum, irrespective of who they picked, right? 
they they know how important the set piece is. So their their set piece will be solid. Um, I've no doubt about that. I just think the way they play, the structures they play, and the discipline and the, and the defensive system. Yeah. But I think with um, you know two home games, start with England. That's the one big game. They win that, then all of a sudden they're on a bit of a roll. So I I think that it's it, it could be an exciting time for France. They've just got a maybe put more emphasis on international rugby rather than club rugby and that's been a problem it's been like it has been a bit like the premiership you know the football clubs but now you know Southgate's doing a better job and England are, being, are doing better so maybe Galtier can do the same I think so he's been there before hasn't he? so he understands the politics maybe that's why he's gone with so many youngsters so you know he can influence them and generate like a a team France like a, a team Wales and Monsieur Edwards as well Sean's there as well so Sean will he won't what is French be like well like a Wiganer <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I think he'll be uh, grunts, grunts in the French accent as he goes I just think he'll be you know he, he won't go there if it if they don't listen to him yeah, he won't stay because he, no. he won't be short of opportunities. So you know, if they if they if they don't listen to him um, and he gets frustrated, then he you know I don't think he'll he'll stay there. But if they just you know listen to him, they're going to be because they've got everything. I was going to say the raw the raw materials oh. Sean Edwards has got to work with there is, is ridiculous, isn't it? it? Like big can... forwards, big backs, and it's not only like they're big forwards, right? They mix it in the in the set piece, but they're very good ball handlers, exactly. aren't mm. So it's not a question of you know they can't do this, can't they? Can play any game, and that's the thing. It's just t- keeping the discipline and 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 the game management, and uh, you know they could be one to watch us here. And lastly, to round it off, I guess we have to finish on Wales. Yep. Who in particular are you looking forward to seeing in a red jersey this championship? Um, I have to say, you know, I've seen a lot of him. I, I'd like I, I'm. If Piva can get George North interested, I think there's a lot more from George North. In, in which position? Uh, in the centre. In the centre. I think so. Uh, defensively, there might be a, you know be a different task from Italy to uh, to Ireland. Um, it'd be interesting to see how Josh Adams keeps his form going because he's on fire who they pick at full back if McNichol comes in where he plays or he can change him around um, I am you know excited to see Toby Falatel or Talupe because I am, we haven't seen him for a long long time mm. um, you know on the balance of the back row so and again the battle for the scrum half in Wales is now kind of you know so intense there's three world class scrum halves there so uh, it's a question of you know, getting the right combinations, getting the, the right result at the start, and then the the, the real test will be in uh, in in Ireland because we haven't really done great in Ireland over the last couple of seasons, no. and they seem to have, apart from the last Grand Slam winning game where they've they've bullied us at regional and international uh, level. So um, that will be a, a real big test for you know for Wales in the in the second weekend of tournament, but. You know, it's it's an exciting tournament. It's the best annual tournament in the world. Travelling fans make it fantastic. You know, there's always surprises and, and shocks. Um, and it's it's not going to be any different this year. And as I say, you know, as I've said, I think referees, a bit of common sense, and they're not the talking points. 
you know, post-match that the rugby make, you know, does the talking. Well, thank you for that. And we're all hoping to see you smiling, as we famously saw you smile after Wales England that time. Yeah, yeah I enjoy the game. <laughs> I, you know, I enjoy my. I'm very lucky to do the job I'm doing. I'm still doing it after a, a long time. As a, you know, a lot of ex-players coming through now with, uh, you know, trying to make their mark. But, you know, it's. Uh, I've been very fortunate and I've thoroughly enjoyed this, you know, the Six Nations and uh, I'm looking forward to this year. Great stuff there from Jiffy. Uh, one player from a Welsh perspective who's certainly going to be a contender for play the tournament is Josh Adams. He was on fire in Japan last year, top try scorer at the World Cup. He's been on fire ever since, since he joined the Cardiff Blues uh, this season. Here's what he had to say in his press conference earlier today. Josh, uh, it's your first Six Nations uh, now, but uh, what's the sense of excitement with it being a, a new regime and a new start, if you like, as well? Yeah, um, it's it's been good. Uh, we've been in camp now for about a week and a couple of days, week and two days now. So, um, you know, we sort of got to grips with how we were going to go about things. Obviously, that week we had for the bar bars, and and that was I think that was really beneficial for us. And yeah, it's been it's been great this this, this past this past uh, week and, and a bit. Um, I think we've hit the ground running, which which is really pleasing. Um, we're looking sharp, uh, and the boys are you know out training with smiles on faces, and you know it's always excitement leading into that first game. It's great that we're at home as well, and and, and we're all pretty buzzing to get out there. Stephen Jones has just mentioned that uh, he may try to take with a few uh, details. What difference should we expect in this campaign? Yeah, I think you know they've come in and, and added value in, in in their specific areas. You know, what was laid down before them um, with the foundations with Gat and his coaching team has obviously been fantastic. You know, and built some great success off that. And and they've come in and and added their part to it. And you know, Steve, you know, obviously watching him at the Scarlets, Scarlets win in them well two successful years with reaching finals and semi-finals. You know, they they really played an attacking style of rugby. You know, they definitely challenged the opposition um, in the wider channels and, and they move the ball well so um, I'd, I'd like to think that we're developing our game you know we're not going to be the perfect team come come Saturday um, but I definitely think the way that we're trying to go about things will will definitely put teams un, under a lot of pressure and hopefully be exciting for everybody to watch as well. World Cup personally was great to, um, for yourself but in a weird way do you, do you sense that pressure now that uh, that you have to perform and have to score. Um, not, so, not so much have to score. Um, you know, as as a winger, obviously scoring it is is important. Um, but it's just contributing as best as I can. Um, in, in, in whatever way that is um, you know it's always important that you perform well don't get me wrong you know you, you, when you're playing for Wales you, you have to put your best foot forward because especially in the back three some amazing amazing players as well and uh, there's, a, there's some really stiff competition as well so it's going to be important that whoever takes the field performs um, and as for scoring hopefully as well with with the, with, the, um, with the way we want to go about things that the boys out wide might get uh, the ball a bit more. New faces in the back three, um, Lewis Rissamid and Johnny McNichol as well. What impact have they had in training? Yeah, they, they've been great. Um, you know, when... Uh, 
when Johnny came in for that for that week in, in the Barbas, he you know he had some real value. You know, you, you've obviously seen him down at the Scarlets, um, really comfortable playing at fifteen and on the wing. So you know, he works well in the backfield um, stuff. Obviously, great athlete, um, and, and and he's been looking sharp. So, same as Lewis as well. You know, he's been he's been tearing it up for Gloucester. To be fair to him, you know, he's he's rapid. Um, he's he's been scoring some great tries, and uh, he's 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 definitely improving, and, and and he's been looking good as well. The first cap that the Scotland gave two years ago, there was a bonus point. Is there a pressure on on getting so what's starting well first of all, but but getting a bonus point as well? Um, I, I don't know about the pressure. I think obviously the win is is obviously important. You know, you need to start well, and um, you know, as as in previous years, this tournament we've got better as the games have gone on, um, and you know, obviously with a winning start does does help. So um, I think a bonus point is definitely achievable. You know. Um, in, in every game, we, we feel as if we can go out and get four tries and win the game. Don't get me wrong, but at home especially, I think um, you know it'll, it'll be a terrific start if you can get a bonus point. Um, that'll set us up well for the rest of the tournament. But you know, to win the game firstly is is important. On someone's uh, win the first game, uh, and we can go all the way. Is, is that is that the sense uh, this year as well? Well, I think Wayne has said it. You know, we, we're not here to defend it. We're here to win the trophy again. So. That's sort of the mentality that we're taking into it. You know, um, we've got to be ruthless and we've got to take our chances. Um, we've learned our lessons in the past from them, from them situations, and it's going to be vitally important that when we come up against the, you know, the the, the top of nations like Scott, um, uh, England and, and Ireland, uh, away from home especially, that when opportunities present themselves, we've got to take them if we want to be in, in with winning the games. I've spoken to players who've been to several Six Nations or tournaments, you know, different sports, and they say every time they learn something about the previous campaign, they do it differently the next year. Just wondering now if there's anything you've learned from the previous campaigns personally that you will take into this to make you even better. Um, that's a good question. Um, obviously, there's there's a few things. You know, if if you have a, I learned a lot. Um, a specific game that comes to my mind, my second cap against England away. I learned a lot from that game. You know, it was um, one of the most toughest places to go and play in Twickenham away, where they weren't great. And I learned a lot about for myself and and, and what I needed to improve on. Um, but as from campaign to campaign, I think we you have to be relentless. It's every game is so so difficult whether you play at home or away and it's physically demanding mentally demanding so I think being able to sort of switch off from it a little bit is is important where probably um, in, in my first in my first campaign I was probably a bit too much uh, intense at the time um, and now I've probably learned to probably switch off a little bit better now and um, it just take my mind off rugby basically. Does it help that obviously being in Cardiff now, you know, it's closer to home, it's, you know, more familiar, well, obviously I know you're a Welsh boy anyway, but is that, is that, does that help as well, do you think, this time? In, being, playing with Cardiff this, this uh, Yeah, it's, I've, I absolutely love being home. Um, it's been great to see my my family a lot more often. I've got a little brother who's nine, so I've been able to you know watch him play rugby a little bit more, which has been nice. And I just got a new house now as well, so I've settled in there. So yeah, you know it it feels a bit different. Um, I wouldn't say it would have it's helped in any any way, but it's it's nice to be home. And last question for me, obviously about elite level sports, all about the, the timing percentages. Obviously, with a new coach coming in, you know players want to learn more. Is there anything in the in the very short time you've worked with? Wayne, that you've learnt already? 
Um, I just, I think Wayne, similar to our Warren Dunne, you know, he, he fills you with belief and he makes you believe that you can go out and win any any game and beat any team, and and that's a great at- attribute to have as a coach. Um, you know, what he's come in, he's been very clear in what he expects from us as a team. Um, you know, he's he set the platform uh, there for us. You know, we've got all the tools to, to be a really successful side. And it's up to us now to utilise them tools as best as we can. We've got everything we need around us. And I think if we can all buy in to what we're trying to do, then there's no reason why we can't go and win this tournament again. With Lewis coming in, clearly he's very young, 18. It wasn't long ago you one of the youngest guys in the squad as well. What's that been like having such a young guy training with you and playing with you? Yes, been breath fresh air, to be honest with you. Um, I shared room with him the past two nights as well, so, you know, we've we've had some good good chats. Um, he's, he's a legend, to be honest with you. He's a nice guy. He's bought in with the boys really well. He settled in really well, like, like all the new boys, to be honest with you. And... Um, it's great to see him out there and, and just enjoying it, to be honest with you. I, you know, like you said, when I first came in, it is a bit daunting walking into the room for the first time and, you know, shaking hands um, with everybody. But he's, he's, been, he's been brilliant. And um, I think uh, this is only going to benefit him moving forward as it did with me. What advice would you give him for someone who started quite young as well? At uh, the international stage? Yeah. I think I was 22 when I first went. He's 18, so it's mad to think, you know, he's still eligible to play under-20s rugby and things like that, you know, so it's crazy. Um, I would just say, look, take as much advice on as you can. Be yourself is most is, is important as well and, and just enjoy it, em, embrace it, you know. Um, obviously, go out there, try and put your best foot forward every time you train and just ask yourself every time you come off the training field, where have I got better today? And if you can do that then that little 1% he gets better at every four times a week training session. By the time the eight weeks finishes, he's going to be a lot better player. He's going to be a much better player. So um, if, he, if he can keep really striving to be a better player every time he comes off the training field, um, I, th- I think he'll be, well, set himself up really nicely for a long and successful career, which I'm sure he will have. Does it up the competitive nature of it? Obviously, he started... So we're in the league. Mm. You want to keep your shirt, obviously. Oh yeah, of course, and, and that's how it is. You know what I mean? It's like it's for, it's for any guy who's who's been playing regular. There's always somebody else that's that's going to come up and you know um, start scoring tries, start playing really well, and it's up to the boys who get the opportunity, like I said, to make sure they have a have a strong performance. Uh, and if we can do that, then hopefully we can keep our shirt for the following week. The pace is what we've seen a lot of for him playing. Yeah. Is he winning the foot races? Or have you got him on that? <laughs> um, I couldn't tell you, but he, he he's certainly sharp. Um, he's definitely got got gas, um, and and that's something you can't coach. And uh, at at a top level, um, it does help a lot. And um, you know, like like all of us in the back three, if we can add parts to our game, get better at certain things uh, with the speed he's got, then yeah, he's he's going to be good. Yeah.